Young and Old Show, number 27, 27, 27, 27. Who would have thought that you could have survived with me as the old man of the show with Young Mac on the Rock here in the Young and Old Show? How the hell are you? And I'm late. I'm late on my date. Go ahead. Lay into me in front of the entire world that listens to WSQF Blink Radio 94.5. It, it would be the easy thing to WSQF lay into you. WSQF Radio.com. I, I, I will do the Christly thing. And Guess I what he was doing? Live with the shame. I'll let you live with the shame of being late. I will not strike a single blow upon your cheek. Wow! All of a sudden, I feel like a Democrat <laughs> with shame, 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 shame. As Obama would say, "Mr. Vice President, thank you for inviting me here." I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. And he hugs old President Biden as he st- sticks it to him because everybody knows that. Barack Obama's running Joe Biden's presidency. What is up? And he makes his chief of staff cry and everything as he leaves the back door. What was the guy's name again? I don't know who you're talking about. Biden's chief of staff, who was also Obama's. Um, forgot the guy's name. I forgot the guy's name. But I'm kicking that up. Um, unfortunately, I got the sniffles for no apparent reason. I guess Dennis McDug. No. Dennis McDuke. No. Obama's chief of staff. He was chief of staff. Oh, now he's a um, veteran of Secretary of Affairs. He was Who's? Obama's chief of staff for 2013 to 2017. Okay. Give me Biden's chief of staff who just resigned. I forgot his name. My God, he's a, he's a hack. He told Obama wannabe. He wanted Obama to love him, raise a lot of money for the Democrats. Rob Klain? Rob Klain crying on his way out. The damn best damn president, best damn staff ever. <laughs> Who would have believed that? My God. Go ahead. I guess I got to ask a question that I've always been wondering about Republicans. Because I've been watching more and more um, right-wing talk radio since doing the show. And I always notice that they kind of slip up every once in a while and they say, our team. Is it that you guys view politics as a us versus them thing? And you look for things to not divide us, but define yourself against us. Because I feel like I spoke to a lot of people on the left throughout the COVID time. And when it came to the vaccines, when it came to the mask, there was kind of like a sense of shock that this was being politicized. That vaccines, wearing masks, that these were things that were kind of signifiers of... How about antithetical to capitalism? Really? That's that's, that's all that it takes? We believe... That's all that it takes? We believed, your side, yes, it's our side, your side, we believe that you all, all left, everybody in the left, including those wannabe libertarians who claim to be, you know, more even killed than the rest of the left, you guys are all one big clump for us, we believe that you are the antithesis of American... Patriotism, capitalism, and fiscal responsibility. We believe that you all have had power over and over again, and you've failed to govern. Yes. So it's we don't find you guys to be, as much as we talk about it, I'm sure plenty of politicians you can find on YouTube saying, we like to work with the Democrats. We don't want to work diddly squat with you guys, but we have to. Because you guys that, that, win. 
That's interesting because... Because you win. No, no, most other Americans... We don't win. No, most, see, that's it. Most other Americans don't see it that way. Yeah, because they win. No, 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 no. You're, you're not getting it. I, I am I, getting I, it. I think this is a point. I don't think no, you're no, no. getting it. No, I you think, can't govern. I, I think, no, you guys don't see how most Americans function. Yes, they're all liberal. Absolutely. (laughs) Every decade that goes by, more and more liberals. My generation is completely liberal. My generation couldn't run a government if it tried. I see them in my party. I see half the Democratic Party uh, in my Republican Party. See, because that's just so interesting to me because it's like I talk to a lot of like everyday people when it comes to politics because I feel like those are really the most useful opinions to yeah, the agnostic political person who only <laughs> only listens to the news and then goes and votes stupidly. Yeah, stupid, is the, stupidly. It's the, the best to discern um, because more or less that's kind of where the heart of the country is in a democracy. And if you value democracy, you do have to take in their insight. You do have to take what they think and how they feel about things. Yeah, but and, at the same time, but, well, it's, it's interesting. At is the that same the, time, you admitted, want at large voting so that you, none you, of those you, people you, are heard. You've admitted a suspicion I've held for quite a while is that the Republicans view them with hostility and suspicion. Yes, we are we are we believe I personally believe that all liberals are demokami. I use that word all the time. I believe that you like the power that authoritarian communist dictators have over their parliaments, their congresses, their like like Democrats do. I look at. I think uh, everybody likes it when there are sort of political visions. That's not true. That's not true. That's absolutely true. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Ronald Reagan, the three Bushes. How many right winger? How many right? We're more than happy to give up power. That's perfect. No, how many um, far right regimes throughout all of Latin America, Europe, were um, the Republicans willing to arm against democratically elected leaderships? And these things were defended. These things were defended. I believe. So I, I don't buy that for a I believe if I you're a car, a I believe if you're a commie and you get elected like Chavez did or Maduro did, I believe you should be overthrown. Then you don't it. believe in democracy. There you I don't. Go. You I don't believe it. in communism. You don't. No, you don't believe in democracy. You, I don't believe in democracy. You, you, you I believe. It. I believe. By the way, I do believe that Lula should be overthrown too. See, so, so you you just straight up don't believe in democracy. There it is. I, there it is. I, I, I got it. I, I got it. I got I it can, from you. I can hear you say whatever you want. Because what you believe to be democracy, I believe to be a scam. So no, you, always- you, you 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 are projecting all of these anxieties about the left that they hate freedom, that they want to subvert it from you. You are taking they all showed of- they sure showed no, no. it during COVID. They yeah, wanted, but exactly. Because they want the kid, here, kids at the home thing. and here, the, here's the and thing. the economy that, into the rut. Here's the thing: is that most people wanted some sort of measure, precautionary measure to be taken. They wanted some sort of response. And I was willing to even to overlook you mean the like fact, now during the no, no, toxic- the fact that I was even overwheeling, and I've said it on the show, that I was willing to overlook my distaste for Trump and some of the measures he had taken that I thought were like a proper response to what was basically the plague. Unprop- unproperly responsive, yes. No, but this has been ruled by the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled far long ago that um, one of the few things that, like, you know, your individual rights do not apply to is vaccinations. Yeah. So what you've admitted right here is a suspicion that I've had for a very long time is that the right wing does not want to admit its opposition to democracy. I believe, as I will repeat, 
I, I, your I, was version, telling, your I was telling liberals, people can vouch for this, I was telling liberals that it was really stupid to be throwing the temper tantrum we were throwing when Hillary lost, when Hillary did not go to the You guys the called button. it a rig. No, yeah, and I thought it was dumb. I thought it was dumb of my side. Well, I thought it was dumb that Hillary did not go to the Rust Belt. I, I thought hey. Hillary did not run properly. I thought Trump did a really good sucked. job. And she sucked. She was I, I thought Trump did a really good job. And yet she Hold won on. the popular vote. Back yeah. to my original point. You because all win. Because your policies suck. No. You, you suck at democracy. No, That's what this is about. <laughs> your side sucks at democracy. Name one law. And you want to flip the Name table. Name something we have passed that has sucked. You can't because we haven't oh, passed uh, anything. Right to work? We have, right to work sucks. Oh, um, the right to the, work without it. The, right, the invasion of um, right to work sucks invasion because of Iraq was passed by the Senate. So that's another thing. And we the do. House. Yeah. And, um, and you know, by Hillary Clinton. So... Yeah, you guys just straight up don't believe in the government. You don't believe in democracy, and then you wonder why no, you feel we don't believe in government. We you don't have believe a worldview. Government has failed at everything it That's tries to true. do. That's Tell not me true. where government has succeeded. You can't. Yes, protecting the parks. Ah! The fact not, that parks have not become like international dumping grounds for it is for festivals. serial murderers and rapists. Yeah, you haven't protected the parks for diddly oh, squat. This is, yeah, that's that's such a dumb point. Hey, that's it's, such a dumb hey, point. Hey, it's, hey, hey. Number you know, one, that's so stupid. Number one that is job. so stupid. I'm embarrassed. Number one Serial, job you, you of government. It's illegal to be a killer, right? You know that we've effectively passed laws against killing people, and the police and have the been parks, more and more armed for catching the up to serial killers. parks should be safe. Okay, your oh, parks are not God. safe. You've dumped more toxic this waste into parks. This is why you guys parks. are in trouble. Because you don't have any real like policy position. I'm sorry to tell you, guys you have to come and you're use. in trouble. You, you guys are have in to trouble. Dance about CRD. Democrats today who voted for Joe Biden are in trouble. They're starving. People are poor as the dickens. Crime lowest is everywhere. Un un unemployment at its lowest. And you know when the crime spike happened? 2019. It happened during Trump's administration that you're now trying to pin it onto the Democrats. And you guys unleashed. It's about the enemy. I it's agree. It's about the enemy. I you're, agree. Everything has to be placed on the enemy. That's it. You and the left are the enemy. You're an enemy to our society. You live in a world of delusion. High crime rates is something that benefits you. You bail out the. Oh yeah, yeah. Your I, candidates I, I, bail. I have several stocks in crime. I, I. I would say that you're probably buying. I, I have a bonds in Law and Order. You're probably buying Louis Vuitton. Insider trading. You're I, probably I'm gonna buying. Go, I'm going to go to a couple of guys and go rob this bank. Would you? I have a lot riding on this. I, I noticed that you have brand new Nike shoes. Where'd you get those? Oh no, I've had these all time. I've, I've had these for like two years. These are my you, old reliable. You just bought those that were ripped off from some store. Come on, man. Yeah. You don't get it. I, I I was hanging out with my guy, my friends, and, they, and I, I saw I saw them on the window. I saw them on the window. Go get it. And I told them, look around the corner. I picked up the trash can and I hurled it nah, through you tell your the friends window. And then the riot it. happened, so I could take the shoes. That's exactly how it happened. For thousands of people, that's exactly what happened. And then immediately a riot just completely thousand, erupted. Oh, it Dude, broke out out of nowhere because of my corrupting influence and my sor George that Soros garbage can did it. The garbage can did it. It, like, was, it sparked it. It, it was like... Um, the garbage can did it. It was like, do the right thing. Have you seen that movie? You know that Spike Lee's movie? Yeah. You got yeah. it. Yeah, you nailed it. Uh, yeah. Occasionally I get it right. It's not Fetterman all the time. Now Fetterman's <laughs> depressed because he won, I guess. And you know, as, as much as depression I'm familiar with, I know what it's like to have people around you and you, you yourself are suffering from depression. Um, 
you guys deserve your senator. You voted him in. We knew he was a flawed candidate from the get-go. And you're going to say, democracy, got, he won pure and simple. And no matter what we tell you about the drop boxes and the mail-in ballot. Or the ways that you don't have an advantage on, got it. I, unfortunately, I can't honestly argue the, the harsh reality, which is, is all that you guys the don't judges. have policies. Trump wants... Here's some reasons Trump won over Hillary that even the Republicans have not even taken into remote consideration. Like, you talk about your Gitmo free zone. You talk about... You mean I have more ideas than you've had meals? Yes. You've had more ideas than the average Republican has. A the average th- American has. Average Republican. American. A Republican, too. You have because been, we're talking you about have done parties. nothing but come up with we're, we're terrible talking about, ideas. We're talking about parties. Like, the average Republican does not come up with a policy. They don't. They come up with things to scaremonger over. No. Got you have a lease and you've had your great wall of will that you know you said Trump talked about, but then Trump no. also Trump he also talked about talked a wall. About, he talked he about talked a wall that Mexico could pay for that I thought and was he also the great talked wall of about, will. Um, protecting coal mining jobs. Yes, he did. And then um, and what's wrong with that? And this is when um, he got people nervous. And then he also talked about a Muslim ban. So. Even though I think Trump was pretty bad, Trump had a leg up on Hillary. Who in the, in the audience believes that he talked about a Muslim ban? He did. The ban was already in place. No, the All they wanted there. to do was the, to the expand. The ban was not there. Obama no, 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 had no, no, it in no, no, place. No, 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 no. I yes, exactly yes, what yes, you're talking yes, about. yes, 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 yes. What you're talking about is the extreme vetting. No. What you're talking about is the fact he that used we were not same, letting refugees in that took two years and That's not true. Yes, it is. He used that, Those the laws same, are already on the books. He used the same states that had bans on them from travelers from those countries, and he wanted to maintain them. But because no, he, you he, guys open in the press, it. you call everybody it Muslim remembers man. it. He says that we want a ban on all Muslims coming from the Middle East until we can figure those out countries. what the hell is going on. He did not say those countries. He said those countries. Do I need to play the audio? Go ahead. Do I need? Okay. You have it. Go yeah. for it. The countries that he uh, that he listed that was part of the ban are the same countries that Obama had as part of his ban. And... Just like Obama has smuggled in millions of people over our border, Obama did the same from Somalia and North Africa. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. So, yeah, no, he pretty much said Muslims. So you don't like straight talk, do you? Because that's the damn truth. I mean, it's. But if you look into the law, so, wait, wait, wait. This goes back. It, this goes back. This goes back to my favorite thing that Trump was so rhetoric, friendly. Rhetoric Trump was law. so friendly and selling so many weapons and doing so many favors for the Saudis. Funny how this never applies to them. Guess what? He got a Israel. Funny on, how that never ever I, applies. If I'm going to let you talk go and on, not go, interrupt go, go, you, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go you on. can't sit there and bark while I'm talking. Because I'll do the same. The only difference is that I have the microphone. And I have the buttons. You know what I mean? Just drown you out. You have another video for me? No, no, no. I was just uh, closing the video. Okay. Rhetoric to gather support among the people. It's said exactly how he says it. Because that's what everybody's thinking. Muslim, total Muslim ban. But in the law that he was proposing at that time, it was specific states that were already... 
experiencing but that's not what he said. Immigration. He said, who cares? A total ban on Muslims. Who cares? No, no, I'm just trying to help you get your facts straight. Because okay, I so notice, why? Time I notice out. you and your Time party out. have problems Time with this. Out. So if I told you you're, and I played it over the... You're factually challenged. You're yes. factually challenged American. So when I say that Biden said we have conducted and formulated the most corrupt election scheme in the history of elections, and he says it, you say, no, no, he didn't really mean that. Explain the difference. It's called political rhetoric. In Obama's case, I mean, Biden's case, it's dementia. He had, a, what you call it, transference of conscience. And he said it, because he knew it was true. The 2020 election was a rig benefited by COVID. Dude, even Trump's inner circle have now told him that there's no evidence for this. And so did every judge he, he had not You're right, because there's none. No, it's not true. Because there's none. You true. guys don't want to admit it, that you have no appeal. That America's you have that no brand. appeal to anybody, but shut-ins on the internet, and people who have been mostly disowned by the rest of their family, and, and instead of admitting that you guys need to start taking policy positions seriously, that you guys need to start proposing things, that, that you need to start com- reinventing conservatism, you, need, you, you are just accepting defeat. Your, your, your guy's definition of communism and socialism is, is so what we have today. sweeping, is so sweeping that it's pretty much anything. It's, it's, it's you guys doing anything. By the rate that you've talked about, I've, I've said this, that Nixon would have been called a communist. Nixon uh, and Reagan were both pretty liberal by today's standards because exactly. we're staring be, at socialism in the be, face. That's more, why. Dude, that's exactly that's why. That's the goofiest statement. Social, that, socialism. You know, those, those guys were in a literal Cold War against Soviet Russia. They were far more staring down. what happened down. to Soviet Russia, by the way? If it, exactly. It imploded, didn't it? But that's the point. Is that you're calling, what happened to Venezuela? You're, you're, you're calling this socialism? Uh, but it, it, it's, this country, these guys, right, these guys right now, were this... opposing socialism, straight up. Like these guys were funding military operations to oppose left-wing governments. It does not get more anti-communist than Nixon or Reagan. Yet somehow they don't qualify. Like this is what I mean. The Republican Party has lost their head. We didn't lose they, our they've head. lost their head, and they're taking it out on everybody else. America has lost its head. It's voted for Joe Biden, a completely brain-dead president, run by Barack Hussein Obama, who's having a field day because he got his third term that he always wanted. That's the truth. Obama just wanted to be a celebrity president. Uh, and have a third term. I agree with the celebrity part. Well, I, like, I mean, let's look at how Biden has been vastly different than Obama. Here we go. Starters. Venezuelan socialism. In huge amounts... Venezuela was once the richest country in Latin America. It still has the world's biggest oil reserves. But 20 years ago, Venezuelans voted for socialism. They elected Hugo Chavez. Some Americans were excited about that. Model Naomi Campbell visited Chavez, calling him a rebel angel. This is you and uh, Hugo Chavez. <laughs> oh, Michael Moore! Michael Moore! Really? <laughs> he, says, he's help, he says, help me write my speech. He is one of the most important forces we've had on this planet. And even today, as Venezuela collapses, many Americans say, don't blame socialism. Actually, blaming socialism for Venezuela's riches Sounds like you. story is grossly misleading. Yes, Venezuela is going through an insane political crisis right now. But it's not clear that but it's that not our fault. has anything to do with their socialist policies. This popular video, The Collapse of Venezuela Explained, 
never once mentioned socialism. Oil prices plummeted in 2014, and Maduro failed to adjust. Media personalities suggest only conservatives say socialism destroyed Venezuela. If you follow conservative media at all, you may have seen it frequently painted as the inevitable dire consequences of a socialist government. The problem isn't socialism, says John Oliver. It's a story about epic mismanagement. But mismanagement is what happens under socialist governments. It always happens, because no group of central planners is wise enough to manage an entire economy. Even John if they Stoss have good intentions, the socialists eventually run out of other people's money. The socialist solution then is to print more. That caused print more? Inflation. Does that sound like uh, Joe Biden? Expected to hit 10 million percent inflation this year. When business owners raised prices to keep up with inflation, government often took away their businesses. Take it from them. Por Dios. You're stealing my business. Por Dios. Socialists say government can run businesses better than greedy owners who just want profit. And even though that led to tyranny in Venezuela and China and Russia, Korea, Vietnam, Cambodia, Cuba. There are plenty of socialist countries that look nothing like Venezuela. When I talk about democratic socialism, I'm There's your homie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. I'm not can looking I at Cuba. I'm looking at countries like Denmark and Sweden. Oh yes, those countries do have bigger welfare programs than America does, but they are not socialist. They make a point of saying that. Here's Denmark's prime minister. Uh, Denmark is uh, far from a socialist planned economy. Denmark is a market economy. Not only that, lately they've reduced government control of their economy. They privatized the national phone system and the railroads, and they sold Copenhagen Airport to a private company. It's the same story in Sweden. We did have a period in the 1970s and 1980s when we had something that resembled socialism, a big government that taxed and spent heavily, and that's the period in Swedish history when our economy was going south. So Sweden reduced government's role too. They even instituted school choice. The Scandinavian countries that progressives call socialist successes, not only are they not socialist, they're moving more toward capitalism. The silver lining in Venezuela's collapse is that most Venezuelans who escaped their country's socialism do understand what went wrong. In Florida, reporter Gloria Alvarez asked Venezuelan immigrants, What do you think about socialism? That doesn't work. So no se lo recomendaría a nadie. Well, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. Do you think that people, once they get out of Venezuela, do they understand that the problem is socialism? I think that a great percentage of them do. The problem is a socialist system that they tried to make work, but that has never worked and will never work. It will never work. As Ludwig von Mises wrote, the champions of socialism promised the Garden of Eden, but planned to transform the world into a gigantic post office. Every man a subordinate clerk. I wish progressives understood that. Plain and simple, my friend. So that you... video was actually really dumb. Yeah, of course. No, 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 hold on, because that video did not mention any facts. Sure. It said nothing. It just, no, no, it didn't. It pointed out reality. 
It was purely ideological. It's a philosophy of loserism. So printing money? Printing money? You know who printed money? Sub- I, do I have to do subjugate, this? Do I have to tell you this again? Do I have to Repropriation of businesses you as that person was screaming Do you know who the hero of the Chicago Boys, Augusto Pinochet, this hero, you know, who by all means for these people mostly just killed anybody who he wanted to. Just, no, just communists. Students and journalists. Communist uh, students and communist journalists, yes. I, I, there I will confess a lot of communists died under Pinochet. You know what he did? He nationalized We don't want to get there. He nationalized... That's the point. No, he We're nas- not going to allow you guys to get us there because he then there's going to be more shooting in the streets. That's he the nas- whole point. No, he nationalized the banks and the copper industry. He uh, did not actually do any of... He pretty much did what you guys claim is socialism to begin with. So that's what I mean, is that your vision of government, this completely free, untouched, private property world, has never existed. That's not true. You know, it has not even been tried. Where? So, Anywhere. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me, let me, I don't want to misunderstand you. Say that again, please. So this, um, this whole system that you guys talk about when you say central planning, mm-hmm. this system... That has never had any form of nationalized currency, nationalized industries with a government oversight, has never existed. Soviet Union, Cuba, Venezuela. Without. Without. I understand English is not your first language. Soviet Union, Cuba, Venezuela. Those were nationalized. Those are what I'm talking about. With currencies? Yes. In fact, Cuba had three at one time? But what I'm even talking about is the Federal Reserve, which many libertarians complain about and try to get rid of. We All will not, governments we have are, a centralized have currency because it's not possible to run without one. So what John Stossel there is going on about, he's purely going on some sort of inspired, um, in his words, Von Mises or um, who was the other one? Um, wrote World to Serfdom rant about while not understanding that there needs to be some sort of government oversight of industry for things to run. So even the United States... Name one. The military, that's it. In the, um, currency? The Federal Reserve? You mean a, a national currency? Yeah. That makes sense. Nobody, Who's arguing that? These guys wouldn't. He was complaining about that earlier. Oh, come on. That's he just a stupid did that argument. If you listen to the video. Of course, yeah, it has to be. That's what I'm doing. I'm poking holes oh, in it. No, man. It's stupid. I'm poking holes in it, man. Back in those, you, da- you, back in those days. You, you, you threw me a two-bit ideologue who come didn't mention on. a single fact other than that Venezuela Please. had inflation. No, talking about their over reliance on oil. Oh, that's kind of flippant. Them, that's kind of no mention of sanctions. No mention of flippant. them not He's man- managing about the- to recover that. No mention of them chasing out middle markets. No mention of any of these other factors, they're which re- left they to shut Venezuela's down downfall. businesses left and right. Have you seen the streets of Caracas today? Of Maracaibo today? They're empty. Everything is empty. Nobody can make a living. They've taken everything. You said you you said you would even overthrow it's gangsterism. Lula. Lula was primarily the biggest explosion in middle class lifestyles in Brazil. Period. We have the seen only thing we that, have seen that mixed market thing, economies work, and all of the countries he named that he said that quote unquote weren't socialist still have some sort of measure of mixed markets. <coughs> the success of mixed economies speaks for themselves, and no country in the right mind would dare go out with one. <laughs> Who in the hell believes what you're saying? My Anyone God. who's economically literate. 
Really? Yep. Anyone who got who understands economics outside of Ayn Rand. Outside of Ayn Rand. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, Holy moly. Uh, uh, okay. I'm trying to uh, gather all these thoughts as if the evidence isn't really proof that socialism sucks. Lula might be might be able to have some kind of successful presidency because this time around his parliament is conservative. It's all Bolsonaro supporters. If he can go through another one more election cycle and get his people I mean, in, the, the, the intent coup has probably helped him because unlike um, here. The Brazilians actually um, cherished their democracy because they've lived under a military dictatorship. And unlike certain portions of the American right, don't need to be under someone's boot. And don't want to hold, and don't want to live a lifestyle of resenting those who aren't licking one. Uh, May freedom ring. Okay, 57, 56 seconds, here we go. What does Lula's win mean then for, for South America's largest economy? It was a close-run fight. Yes, it was a close run. That's for certain. Both candidates had huge rejection levels, so it's a very tight uh, election for Lula. He will really have to work closely to to control or to to get support from Parliament. That's the big question mark. Number one. Number two. Is this is Bloomberg he News. Used, he built a broad coalition with people who were traditionally his rivals. Even his uh, vice president Geraldo Kilm was his um, his main contender in one of the previous elections, and he brought them on board. The question is, will this continue? Will this sort of big front? remain in place during his government because that also will send some strong signals as to whether he's more pro-market or he goes more towards the left of his party as as some sometimes occurred in the past so that's the big question mark okay we're going to discuss brazilian's economy right this now. is brazil the largest country in south america with a population of more than 200 million people this country is known for their rich culture tropical beaches, exquisite waterfalls, and the Amazon rainforest. Brazil is the ninth biggest economy in the world. And it is gifted with a lot of natural resources. But even after this, the country has never reached its true potential of economic growth. Brazil's economic growth has been very unstable for the past five decades. If you want to know why, then stick around and look at the whole picture. So after the end of World War II, Brazil was politically unstable. From 1965 to 85 they were under the military dictatorship. So political movement, and free press was banned. However, from the late 60s to 70s under military dictatorship, the country has gone through rapid economic growth. To give you an idea, in 1968 Brazil's GDP was around 9.7%. And by 1973 this growth reached a stunning 13.9%. At the same time, they made large-scale investments in infrastructure and industry. This helped them to establish new industries, and diversify the economy. Then the first oil shock in 1973 led to a strong deterioration of the country in terms of trade. Brazil struggled to finance the external debt, and growth came to an halt. Due to economic decline the military dictatorship lost support, and was forced to step down in 1985. But even after that, the public spending of the government did not came down. Hence this resulted in inflation. Six minutes. Inflation had already been high Six for minutes, some decades. So I, I got Except now, right it totally ran out of control. 
Wait a minute. And Brazil experienced hyperinflation. With- what would you like to say? Wait a uh, second. What? Go ahead. So before um, Braz- um, Lula took office in 2003, 60% of the world's pop- uh, Brazil's population were living in poverty. And that number is now 36. So during his time, he took 24% of, reduced it by 24%. Okay. His policies speak for That sounds great. Himself. Could you pretty define what? being poor in Brazil is compared to being non-poor? So in other words, you get 100 bucks a month and now you're going to get 105 or something? Is it, tell me the metrics there. I, um, I like to know that. It's about, right here it says it's around like living off $50 a mo- less than $50 a month in Brazil. And when you get out that's, of poverty... That's poverty you, when, you, when, you get, when you get out of that. When you get out of the $50 a month? Yeah. Okay, can we so go back? The, I, we? I think that speaks for itself on why I would support Lula. Okay, let me go back to the economy here. Believe me, I'm presenting this without any knowledge of what it's going to say. Uncensored, blink radio style, 94.5 WSQF, blink radio. With inflation rate at 2,950% in 1990. Hyperinflation made all economic activities extremely short-term oriented and was most detrimental to the poor people. This inflation stopped in 1994 with the launch of the plan called Plano Real, which proved to be the turning point. Under this plan the government introduced a new currency, put constraints on public spending, and ended the indexation of the economy. Ho-ho! The Plano Real was very successful in exterminating hyperinflation, with inflation falling from 2,477% in late 1993, to 9.5% in late 1996. Before he took power. From the start of the 21st century, Brazil's economy started to become this more is before stable. Lula. Yeah, and that's this before was probably Lula. because of the commodity boom in the 2000s. At the same time, the domestic economy also became more dynamic. Cash transfers, a higher minimum wage, and credit growth resulted in strong growth of consumption. Today, the country is the world's largest producer of coffee, sugarcane, soy, and oranges. They have attracted many multinational groups in the food and biofuel industries. Now even though the agriculture represents 40% of exports, it only contributes 4.4% to the GDP, and employs just 9% of the population. Apart from agriculture the country has a large industrial sector. And yes it has benefited greatly from their mineral or wealth. They are the world's second largest exporter of iron, and one of the main producers of aluminium and coal. As an oil producer, Brazil is aiming to become energy independent in the near future with reserves that could make them one of the top five oil producers in the world. Furthermore, the country is increasingly asserting itself in the textile, aeronautics, pharmacy, automobile, steel, and chemical sectors. Many of the large automobile manufacturers have set up production plants in Brazil. The industrial sector contributes 18% to the GDP and employs 19.6% of the population. If we talk about the services, then in recent years the country has embarked on the production of high-value-added services. Especially in the fields of aeronautics and telecommunications. The service sector represents 63% of Brazilian GDP, and employs 71% of the active workforce, which makes it the largest among all sectors. The financial sector is by far the most important of the services industry. The Brazilian banks showed great strength during the 2008 meltdown. The banking sector is the provider of huge funding for mega-projects of the industries, especially mining and aerospace industries in the country. 
yet tourism has also been on the rise in recent years, making it an important segment of the sector. However, this sector was hit the hardest during the recent pandemic. Especially services such as air transport, tourism, retail, bars and restaurants. Now even after the growth of different sectors of the economy, Brazil is stuck in the middle income trap. To know more about the term middle income trap, watch our video linked above. Brazil's average per capita income puts them among upper middle income countries. Still a substantial share of the population has remained in poverty. The country has captured higher positions on some global value chains, such as technology-intensive agriculture, sophisticated deep-sea oil drilling, and the aircraft industry. But inadequate education, poor health conditions, and lack of on-job training is preventing a large proportion of workers from increasing their productivity. Despite low average growth rates, the income of the bottom population grew by more than 6% annually in the 2000s, owing largely to cost-effective social policies. But still Brazil has one of the highest income inequality rate in the world. Now if you ask about the foreign direct investment. So yes, it is increasing. But it's not enough to achieve high economic growth. Investors are still hesitating to invest in Brazil due to reasons like volatile economic growth, lacking stability, political issues, and, and President infrastructure. Lula. And talking of infrastructure. Well, that is a problem too. According to the World Economic Forum, Brazil ranks 108th among 137 economies in terms of the general quality of infrastructure. These deficiencies are reflected in the country's high logistics costs which is estimated at approximately 15% of GDP, compared to 8% to 10% in the OECD countries. Brazil is geographically divided in three major parts. The Amazon rainforest, Cerrado the tropical savanna, and Brazilian highlands the coastal area. The Amazon forest is inhospitable for agriculture and for people. To the south lies Cerrado, here agriculture and commodities extraction are done mostly. But due to distance and geography the country faces a lot of challenges to export these products. Transportation costs to seaports, and poor infrastructure makes export expensive. In coastal areas most of the business centers like, Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro, and Brasilia are not interconnected. Hence this creates major infrastructure problems. And on top of that, Brazil invests less than 3% of GDP on infrastructure, which is not enough. Due to this Brazil loses its competitiveness in the global market. And eventually this hurts their economy. So this was the Brazilian economy. The country has potential, resources, and everything, but still the problems have been holding them back. For now we might call them the underachieving economy. Yet if they do the right things then they might reach their true potential of economic growth. So. Go ahead, defend Lula, because I'm going to bring it to you in a, mer in a moment here. I'm going to tell you what a, what a failed project that was. It seems like a country with incredible potential. A country oh, don't act like you care about stuff like unemployment or poverty. Or do Repu Republicans do what they can? They don't. This is never the point or aim or goals of these societies is to lower these sorts of things. Come on. There's nothing that Republicans could possibly want that is beneficial to them in respect to poverty. Poverty sucks. The question is, how do we get people out of the, the dungeons of the poor? And everybody knows those answers. It's called education. 
Period. And you have to pay for education. No, you guys socialized yes, you it. You guys socialized. You have to pay for education. Oh yeah, I believe that. I believe that 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 the student has to pay for education. Absolutely not the government. I don't believe the government. So then, like, but this is self defeating. Like, no, it's not true. Can't you just see, Look, man? We, I gotta get you on another book that is an Atlas Shrug. <laughs> I gotta get you on a book that's not science what fiction has, with erotica me, elements t- in it. What's the number one? I, I can sit you down with a book about economy and I. What has happened? What really has happened to the expensive, really atrocious, expensive well, well, college well, tuition as a result? That's different. That's not what we're talking about. If, you, about, if you want to talk, about how, K, K, you want to talk K, about how college is subsidized to be super predatory, I will be right there with you in agreement. I do think we that college needs to be... inflated the cost of uh, universities because the government got involved. They started funding. It's not that the government grants got everywhere. Pell it's grants how everywhere. The government does. What is the government it's how done? The government does. They it. inflated the cost of tuition. People are broke just to get a degree. And guess what? No one even tells them that half degrees out there that they're offering you won't get you a job. Like social studies. Where the hell did that come from? I mean, come on, get with the program. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna make a living on feeding the poor? No, man. Leave that to the churches. Leave that to the faith-based groups like the YMCA, uh, social victims that are just empathetic to people. Let them deal with these things. I'll grant you, I will agree, like under my breath, that perhaps the government should help the YMCA and maybe expand their donations to but the... But see, it, it's, you, 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 accept, you accept the reality right now, which is what I'm trying to tell it's you. Not, it's not the government. It, it's, not, it's not that the government is good or bad. Because we can make the government do smart things and we can make the government do stupid things. We are a democracy. Ultimately, we're not. We're Republican. We're, we're both. Republic. We're, both. we're, we're Republic. A Republic you a repeat. You repeat democracy all the time. We're a democratic republic. We're we're a democratic republic. Yes, we vote as states, not as people. It's my state against your state, your state against the other state to to elect our presidents. We vote directly to our senators. That's like pure democracy that you're talking about. That was a big mistake as a f- result. It's got to be so exhausting. It is. Amendment 17 sucks. You, you don't have to be in this world. Uh, we, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid of our neighbors. I'm afraid of yeah, the yeah. Democrats uh, ruling for another 100 years. I already saw what the first 100 years the, the last 100 Put years broke. Are, the last 100 years are the best years of the American project. No, the human experience because Republicans have always sustained socialism in because America. the United States defeated every single one of its industrial or political rivals and thus was a monopoly on power. You know the only thing that you might have up on me is that I believe that Lula will likely protect the Amazon more than Bolsonaro yeah. did. There you got me. Because that's he's, the, he's, he's, he's talking about that's like, the ooh. lungs of the world. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, it is the lungs. I mean, I can't see you can keep on mowing down the Amazon and expect a positive outcome. I agree on that. You know, where you I'll, I'll, I'll give you because you gave me a cookie. I'll give you a cookie right now. Um, I do think there is a benefit to you know middle businesses, the small businesses and local communities. Why open up the credit like the like the the. The audio said? Well, here, no, not only that, but I'm sure that's true. But you want to know a little factoid? You want to know one of the biggest things that L- Lenin got pushed back during the time in the Soviet Union? Is that they had successfully nationalized like all of the oil and all of the major industries, but the economy wasn't happening yet. 
And the Soviet Union did not get moving until middle and small businesses were opened. And this got tremendous pushback from other people in the party. And Lenin told them to sit and spin. And it got things moving. So I do think there is a virtue in business. There is a virtue in competition when it comes down to the everyday. Not the, not the factors of the economy. I think are things that are still going to be centrally planned. Amazon is centrally planned by Jeff Bezos. And it's incredibly inefficient, and he's having problems with it. It's pretty efficient for the most part. But no, it, it isn't. He it over, just requires he over, an incredibly, you incredible you, you, you amount of You don't even get a good deal. You know, yeah. it's very, it's, uh, Amazon has gone down as a very expensive place to buy. It's convenient. It's expedient. I must say from experience that I remember buying, taking care of my mother with Alzheimer's. I remember buying her needs, you know, from Pampers to ointments to everything to make her comfortable. And I remember getting them the next day. That's impressive. I would order sometimes at night. I wouldn't even order in the early mornings. I would order when I needed things based on what the nurses would tell me. And I remember the stuff coming in at na- uh, in the next day, right on my doorstep. All quantities, different vendors. I just bought, ordered on Amazon, and they they collected it from different vendors. And they somehow got it to the shipping centers. I imagine they have a certain amount of stock on a certain amount of items. And uh, that was it. And I, I'll... I'll give you expediency, but when it comes to Brazil, uh, I don't see how. Uh, I I don't get it. I don't. Um, there's a there's a scandal going on in Brazil. It started about three years ago, and it put Bolsonaro in power. The problem is that it's 28 minutes long. Who in the hell's gonna like that? I'll that, that that's gonna eat up the rest of our show. Yeah. So. So. I I don't know I don't know what what you're talking about is the Operation Car Wash, which a lot of his friends got huge payoffs. Okay, so with government money, should I quit right when it says Operation Car Wash? Uh, How about if I play? How about if I play like three or four minutes? Or you don't want me to? It's not that I don't want you to. It's uh, well, inform us. Go ahead. Sure. Um, So this was a huge thing, which kind of it happened under Dima. Um, Let me just pull up some points. But this was the big thing that had happened that had really kind of brought down the. His presidency. Not his presidency, because he was already out. Okay, well... Uh, This was under Dima, who was his um, following person. But the car wash was like a years-long investigation. About 18 companies were involved. Several of them, for a fact, were state-owned companies. Um, And let's see. He ultimately went to prison... A lot of people debated whether these charges were cooked up or whether he had really done these things. Um, yeah, they, they accuse him of corruption. Uh, but th- that's another thing I'm willing to hand to you, is that one problems that we're going to have with the kind of governments that I'm talking about... All socialists are corrupt, all of them, every single one of them. There, there's corruption in every country. Doesn't, uh, Ber- doesn't your buddy Bernie claim that socialism uh, is needed in this country while he's a multimillionaire? Same with yeah, Joe we're not, Biden. We're not a poverty cult. It's called. We're not a poverty. It's cult. called public graft in one way or another. It's just sad, sad, sad. And Biden's not a socialist. Well, some good news today: U.S. troops hurt in a raid that killed ISIS leader. Yay! But Biden. Like, yeah, Biden is not a, hey, a socialist. Um, he's, he's, he's always made it pretty clear, especially in his last State of the Union, he is a capitalist. 
he just wants to do something about inequality, which I think most Americans are on board for that. Well, one thing that I must say about Joseph Biden, I was very impressed when he blew up Nord Stream pipeline and was able to deny it. And people actually believe that the Russians blew it up when it's the USA. And I believe that the reporting that comes out doesn't hurt it one bit. I think both Americans uh, love to see uh, a pipeline that Trump had on hold not follow through. Now, why he didn't blow up all three pipelines out of the three out of the four? He only blew two out of three? Because uh, I believe there's a total of four. I don't know about that. But at least we can honestly say that blowing up the pipeline was a good thing. And guess who's saying it's a bad thing? I'm guilty. I'm standing in a corner. Gone. The right. I mean, here's a difficult situation. And, and they're I, wrong, by the way. I, I don't like... Can I, can I be real? I'm going to keep it real. Is I don't like any particular... I don't like the people who aren't handling the the Russia-Ukraine situation. Like, it's really, really morally easy. I I don't like that. Trump tried to keep us out of war, man. You guys badgered him and badgered him and badgered him. I don't him think it had anything to do and with And you Trump. got elected. I don't think it... But, like, I... I Man, you guys just make everything partisan. Dude, Putin would never have entered partisan. Ukraine with Trump in power. He wasn't going to do it. He wasn't moving. He wouldn't even assemble people on the border. But after Crimea was let go under Obama, he figured, oh, look who's coming. Ah, the guy I want in there because I have him compromised. Why do you think Putin wanted Biden in power? Because he had him compromised. He had him by the gonads because he had taken money on both sides of the border. He took money in the Ukraine, took money in Russia, and he was compromised there. And now we're seeing it. My God. It's so damn obvious sometimes. If he was compromised, then, He's why, would, compromised. then why would he put like billions of dollars of weapons into Ukraine? Cover up. Because he got the money. And he was promised more money if he did these things. War is profitable. How many billions of dollars in the aid package to Ukraine has gone to other individuals? Why would Putin bother doing this him? if the Americans could not be held accountable? Putin that was makes going, no sense. Putin has been wanting to go into the Ukraine ever since he was in power. Oh, Why? Because yeah, Clinton, Clinton, I'll give you uh, granted that during Bush, uh, a lot of these, these negotiations were already ongoing when Clinton comes to power. But if Clinton had non-communist tendencies, he would have put a halt to any inkling force-fed down Ukraine's throats to give back Soviet-era nuclear missiles that they had in their country. Putin would have not entered into Ukraine had it had its, kept its missiles. And that's the saddest Thing about Dude, I, I think appeasing. Russia, I think Russia just wants to be big again. I think they just want a nice. You don't big... have to think that he said that so many times. I know, like so. It's but he would not I have gone into a country that could fire weapons at him. I think they just want to be big again. That's it. Dude, that's so flippant. It's much more than that. It's warm water ports. It's control over Europe. It's controlling everything about Europe because heating oil. When it gets cold as hell, China you want your to, house is warm. Europe wants, is dependent on Russia for heating oil. China wants to turn back the book um, to like before. The, well, Are you changing the subject? No, I'm just talking about like because I feel like a tell lot the of, audience that you're changing the subject. Let's go I'm to changing China the now. subject because you're talking about Russia, oh. and I would say like particularly with China, 
I think they just want to return to they want to turn back the page of history before the opium wars, before the British kind of shoved their foot in. And because back then they were the major trading par- partner of the world. Everyone had to go through China to get certain goods. And they they want to go back to that. They want to have several ports, they want to have several manufacturing places. They want to have um a nice little cast of hyper exploited peasantry. Uh, that's their goal. Okay. Uh, can I uh, explain why the West blew it in Ukraine? Why? Paper, if I never have to do anything else after that. <laughs> so I had found my faculty advisor. That Ukraine is right next to Russia, and Poland is right next to Ukraine. And then out further west is Germany and France. Take this a step further. This is the ethnic breakdown of Ukraine. I'm going to show you a number of maps, all of which are designed to show you that Ukraine is a badly divided country. And what's taking place inside Ukraine today is in good part a civil war. And to that extent, it doesn't have that much to do with what the Russians or the West uh, are doing there. This uh, uh, name is John Mersheimer, and it was seven years ago. Seven years ago. Further east. You're talking about uh, lots of Russians and certainly lots of Russian speakers. Uh, This is the Ukraine election of 2004. This is the election in the wake of the famous Orange Revolution, which I'll talk more about. Uh, As you can see, the country is badly divided uh, between the East and the West. The Russian speakers in the East and Ukrainian speakers in the West. This is the 2010 election, which resulted in Yanukovych getting elected. I'll talk about President Yanukovych as we go along. He was That's the gentleman that was uh, in cahoots with the Biden. Uh, the voting patterns in the 2010 election look a lot like the voting patterns in the 2004 election. And then these are two recent surveys that came out um, from the International Republican Institute that's here in the United States. Uh, This one says, if Ukraine could enter only one international economic union, which of the following should it be? And of course, the blue is the EU, uh, and the light blue uh, is the customs union, or actually the red is the customs union of Russia, Belarus, and Kazakhstan. 92 Uh, to 4%. The cities up at the top are in western Ukraine, and the cities down on the bottom are in eastern Ukraine. So you can see very clearly that people in the west would like to join the EU. People in the east have little interest in joining the EU. Those are the EU numbers. Here are the NATO numbers. I mean, these two charts look... And that was Trump's position, that he wasn't interested in a war there because he knew that... Eastern Ukraine wanted to be part of Russia, Russia and Western Ukraine Ukraine wanted to be independent. Unfortunately, independence is independence. A little view graph that shows Europe's dependence on Russian gas. Time out. Go ahead. What did you say? Hasn't Russia set up like a puppet state right now there? And that's pretty much what's happened. That was as a result of the one I told you. It's hard to pronounce his name. Uh, the president before Zelensky. I'll give Trump credit that he did not want to do 
a lot of war. That was really the only president. Pretty in my lifetime, that's the only one I can. Really and in mine as well. And you guys hated him. Think about what that says about you, and you, and you, and I you, and you. I didn't hate that. And everybody here, keep Kane. I who also hate, voted for Biden. I didn't hate what that. What the hell didn't you like about prosperity, man? You guys acted like if Trump was coming over for dinner. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. You got involved in the, the personalities and the nuances and what he said, what he said, what did Donald Trump say? Dude, hello, we got a president that we are asking the same thing. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what Joe Biden said? Does he even know what he said? What would you prefer? Oh, I'm upset with what he said, or does he even know what he said? It's that bad, guys. We're adults here. What is it we don't like about prosperity? My God. Low gas, low unemployment, overcame COVID. Unemployment has been lower during Biden's and you Trump's did not, unemployment you were, you was third or 4% and hold on I'm going to hold you to, to terms and it was real unemployment I gave, I gave Trump credit with how he handled COVID you guys said that he destroyed civil rights and threw a dangerous unexperimental vaccine on us you can't have it both ways I can honestly tell you him rushing the vaccine hurt America because the vaccine was already invented. It was already in the pipeline. He didn't go have to go out and say, warp speed! Because guess what? It was already a warped pandemic. The vast majority of people survived it. I lost friends Dude, in it. That, I myself COVID got really killed sick. killed more people than most American wars So why don't you blame where it came from and the attack upon us by flying millions of Chinese Outside of China, not inside of China. They couldn't. People from Wuhan weren't allowed to go anywhere else in China but abroad. And A- ask your friends in manufacturing how they're going to do business if that gets shut down. Oh, I'm the first one that'll go bust. Yeah. 90% of so, my hardware store will go that, bust. That's what it would have required. That's no, what never it, shut that's down what the economy. It. Yeah, but exactly. You... you Oh, you're saying that we could not invade China. Okay, no, no, I, I'm, I'm I saying, agree I'm with you. I'm saying that your complaints about it are... Put every it's like going to the there's a great moment in The Simpsons, and it's when the bag boys rebel because they're tired of being mistreated, and um, the bag boys are being like bemeaned by Homer, and then Skinner's mom, Skinner is the principal of the school, is berating a bag boy, and as he's packing everything, she goes, "Can you put it all in one bag and not make it heavy?" And he goes, "I don't think that's possible." And she's like, I didn't ask for the possible police. I told you to do it. Uh, and it, it's that's that criticism. It's we need to respond to China. We can't shut down the economy. It's like the response to COVID was like it was just anger. Of how how why am I being inconvenienced for the fact that there's a plague? Dude, we had a great economy. Well, why, why shut why, it why, down why, over COVID? Because it's killing people. That it would have killed you. You were in the age range of the person who would have knocked out. It almost did. After, eight days after the vaccine, I was in deep, deep doodle. My and lungs, COVID might have been my worse. My lungs were full of lungs. COVID might have been no. worse than the side we effects now, of the vaccine. We know the experiment of spike RNA proteins is might be the vaccines of the future. And guess what? A lot of people are going to die. Much more have died with this vaccine already in place than those who were initially affected. Just as many people. 
just as many people died under Biden as, and he hasn't even finished his term. I'm just imagining the Biden going year around like, like executing people, from how you put it. I don't, I don't, I don't really uh, have, um, I don't really have any qualms. It's not a factor. We might be in Florida, but it's not a factor anymore. We, we're not seeing these. I'm seeing the supply. I'm seeing the supply chain issues. There's a lot of supply chain issues, and I see it gravely in the hardware business. A I'm going to give Biden a lot and of Trump stuff credit. Just doesn't they come. got they got COVID curved. They got COVID curved. Our, the executive branch did took the measures necessary. Unlike the Biden administration during this toxic waste dump, can we change the subject to the to- sure? Toxic so I waste? actually think. Did you do any work I, I on did. toxic I did. waste? I did. Um, I did something. How that come I he sus- won't give them money? I why because they I, voted well, for Trump. That, here's something that, I that part into. of Palestine, I, I Ohio, to, voted for to, Trump. Did criti- you know that? I was about to have a yeah. I know. Um, I had a criticism of Biden actually in how I think this has happened. Is remember the rail strike? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. Republicans. Uh, Balked at the safety uh, unions in particular target railroad implementations of the past decade, precision scheduled ro- railroading, an operating model focusing on minimizing workforce costs and maximizing equipment efficiency, including not leaving train cars idle. Among the workforce cuts, by this drive, efficiency were 40% of equipment and maintenance earners, as the GAO reported in December. We've heard reports from inspectors that time that they allotted to inspect both sides of the rail cart decreased 75% from 2 minutes to as little as 30 seconds, thanks to the rail industry's profits over business model. And this was the president at the ALCIO's transportation. This, like, the union leader has said this. Okay, so in so, summation wait, wait, for like, the audience, state, you're saying that, that remember when Biden, Biden stepping in, B- in, Biden stopping the union strikes might have hurt safety precautions that w- might have led to things. Like but it would have been a disaster had they had a strike. It would have paralyzed the economy again, like they did on the so Trump. So who has to take the cost? Investors or the people in East Palestine? That's ultimately because sometimes. You know, this is what they're right about when the right wing says uh, sometimes there are winners and losers in the economy. I don't think you're going to blame any of these negotiations for these tankers, 55 of them, flipping on a rail. That could have been sabotage for all you know. Who the hell knows? They laid off 40% of maintenance workers. So, but what actually occurred on the rail for us to believe that this wasn't uh, some form of sabotage? Doesn't take much to flip a, a rail you car. You need evidence to make this sort of claim, man. I don't know. You need to make. I, I'm you asking need, you. You need, you need no. Uh, how, how do you know a wizard has not been messing hey, man, with the sun today? In how Detroit, do you know the reason that we hey, had a storm? There's is been because two a wizard cast a, wi- a weather spell and now it's raining. How do we know? How, how, how do we another, know it's not a wizard who is no, giving there, us more there's CO2? Another railroad, there's, no, there's another how, railroad. There's another railroad. How do we know a wizard did Detroit, didn't Michigan do it? today? You know, just because you're on a rant doesn't mean you're. You gotta right. find evidence before making claims. That's uh, how this stuff works. Yeah, I think it's too early for me to make that claim. You're correct because I don't know if that happened by coincidence or just happened because there's something going on in that form of you know that portion of the tracks. I really don't know. It's too early to tell. But it happened again today in Detroit, Michigan. And those tankers, I think, have not spilled out like they did in Palestine. 
So I I don't necessarily know. We'll have to wait and see. So we'll leave it at that. It's like uh, it reminds me of like the balloon thing, you know. All these balloons apparently were going over during the Trump administration. Okay, now, now that that's something you can start conspiracy theorizing about. No, because that that the is weird. The military apparently has not informed anybody in the Trump administration that these balloons were flying overhead and we were doing nothing about it. They were keeping it to themselves, and it makes sense because they hated Trump so bad they didn't want Trump to overreact and start shooting at them all. Well, look at the effect of that. They flew over during Biden's administration, too. And they scoped the entire United States, as they probably have been going on for a long time. What is the military thinking about for us to not take the enemy seriously? I have a problem with Democrats not fearing communists, just like I have a problem with Republicans not fearing Democrats. That's my position. (laughs) That's my position. And all you people can do is say the same thing, since you've had power. Since our own judges that we put in there, a record number of judges that Obama left vacant, that Trump has filled, every single one of those people would not let Trump's, or uh, Trump's, uh, how would I call it, uh, circle of uh, individuals, I don't know how to call it, team, to look at the actual voting devices during the election. And uh, there's no case to be had if you can't see the access to where the elements has to come from, the actual machines, you can count the same signatures. If there's, if I believe that there's 50 uh, scammed ballots, and you don't let me prove to you that those those ballots are not legit, and you keep on well, counting you, you, you them. You have to find the you, evidence. You have, you to, have let me, to find you, the you evidence have, Yeah, first. it's in the machines. I have to see the machines. You won't let me touch that. Do you know how a warrant works? If there's a... Do you know how a warrant works when the cops say they have, like, the, the cops federal, need to go to the judge... The judges, I believe, they need to go to someone and say, we have reason to believe this person is involved in criminal activity. Not this person, groups of persons. Sure. And they need to present the evidence. They need to get the blessing to go do a search warrant. This is how the justice system works, because we as Americans believe it's better that no one who's innocent gets locked up for nothing. Okay, but it doesn't apply, we, it doesn't apply to government-to-government elections. Because the elections are run by the states. The federal government can knock on the door of an elections department. All they can do is freeze the results. In other words, don't tell the voters who won and who lost yet. Let's make sure the machines are working. It doesn't mean let's make sure that all the signatures are corresponding to actual voters and dead people voting and all the other things that went on. And what I say, I can say it over and over again. The election, although there was a trouncing going on, which says something about the American it public. It says your, your, your fear-based worldview got trounced by people who were just tired. The actual election, based on what Trump had won under 2016 that got him the victory, was lost by 68,000 votes. The entire election was decided by 68,000 votes in very specific uh, voting precincts that Trump beat Hillary in. And he obviously had to win those again to be president. And he had to do better. Well, well he wait, did when much Trump better. Trump beat Hillary, he said that he won the election but lost because of th- like three million illegal immigrants voted. I believe I believe that that's an exaggeration. No I believe it's an no exaggeration, evidence. but if you don't think illegals have voted, you're crazy. Though very Yeah, but like how does he pull that number out? 
He he was the president. He could have investigated and found these things before making. Claims. That's not true. Come on, man. The does, states does he run have the election. Stake? Do you the, want to go to Trump University? Would you fall for this? Do you trust the Matt man? I like, I wouldn't want Trump stakes though. I, I I get it that like you're ideologically driven. Oh, you got to, me in Trump University, man. Yeah. He had to sell. He had to settle <laughs> on that one. That was a hundred million dollar disaster. I remember listening to those videos. Thank God I never paid for a cent of that, but I smelled a rat. That his name was there, but he wasn't doing anything about it. Uh, I've raised the stakes, and now I want to sell you them. I don't know what to tell you, man, other than... Can what you I, imagine if I lost a Sleepy Joe? I think it's really embarrassing I think we for, should for the American people, man. I think Americans are embarrassed by what they've done to themselves. I called it the night before the election. I called it, hey, folks, remember, don't vote yourself out of existence. And you did. By 8 million votes. I mean, I'm still here. Uh, I'm still here. Yeah, with $5 gas to get here. I'm still here. $5 gas to get here. You know You know what I mean? I don't have to pay for gas. That was the res- I don't have to pay for gas because the Uber driver pays for gas. And my golf cart costs about 17 to 18 cents a night to charge. I'm a visionary. Enjoying that alternative energy source, I see. Yes. <laughs> I love my six huge batteries. By the way, the amount of money I say He also has a, a out, solar panel point. roof on his and, and I have a solar panel roof that doesn't work. But anyway... Carter like, would have approved. Like it, wouldn't, uh, it doesn't work in the house either. All the people who've got solar panels are paying more on electricity than they did when they didn't have the solar panel. Plus, they owe on the installation of the solar panel. And I think it's back-ended, so you don't have to pay right away. But when you do pay, you pay a lot. Solar panels suck. But anyway, what I wanted to say is this. All the money I saved driving around in a golf cart, which was about maybe six to $800 in total bill over several years, I that savings I've now spent because after five years, the batteries all have to be replaced. They stop taking charge. Which is going to happen to the Tesla's cars 10 years from now. The average Tesla first bought when they first came out, that was very popular. Those cars will stop taking charge. And you know the phone, remember the phone that you leave on the jack? That's your wireless phone for your apartment or house and eventually stops taking the charge? I know, because I'm Handy Manning. And in the hardware store, they're always asking for that battery. And there's so many different types of those batteries, I couldn't even carry them all. There was Everybody had... A desire to change the battery because they stop taking charge. Batteries eventually stop taking charge. What's so sad about the whole electrical revolution is the cars are fast as hell. I was in a Tesla. I was driven. And, man, I got nauseated. It's so fast because it's so smooth fast. It's not like accelerating fast, piston, gas piston fast, goes through, goes through gears. No, no, this thing is, and you're at 60 miles an hour, and the G-forces can be felt. Excuse the engineers who I can't officially call them G-forces, but it sure feels like G-forces. What happens is it's so toxic to build a battery, especially if the entire chassis of a Tesla is battery. That's a heavy freaking car. So, toy for you folks who bought those hybrids, because <laughs> half your car is motor, half your car is battery, incredibly heavy, Therefore, it's not efficient as a car, and it's not efficient as a battery-operated SUV. Because the battery's so heavy, 
that unless the unless the motor is charging the battery while you're using the battery or while you're using the motor, it's definitely inefficient. You're going to have to charge the battery and you're going to have to keep gas in the car. So, you, the joke's on you guys. It's called voting yourself out of existence. What can I tell you? So I, last, I, I think we, let, now let's the last straight, for the let, last let's, four let's minutes. Let's the ante. Let, let, let's start. Doing, you got four minutes to do the ante. Four minutes to seven. Lay it on me. You've been good today. You've doofed me. You spoofed me, and you got me like a little scared kitten today. Let's start. You've been, you've been let's on just fire. Let's start replacing people. Let's start like having referendums. Stop playing with the microphone. Let's start. You, you got all those other gadgets. Let's Play start, with those let, things because I'm moving it up to me. You're not let, moving. We're here, let, you're let's just start fine. having referendums to start replacing like humans with other animals. Or, no, we got yeah, that coming yeah, yeah, with yeah, AI. Yeah, why, why beat around the bush? Go like, to AI. I can have yeah, someone. Like, why, why I can have someone more handsome than you. Looks just like you. Longer hair with colored fingernails. Who knows more than you? Which do, I find hard do, to do, impossible. Do you, wanna, do you want like a woman? With I want a, PhD? a droid. Do you want a woman I want with a PhD? It sounds like what you want. You I want, want like an a, AI you want radio like a, socialist. You want like a female robot is what I'm hearing? Like long fingernails? Alejandra, Alejandra. You want like, yeah. Alejandra. I'll yeah. get on that. I'll get on that. I'll, I'll, but I don't want the black belt because I don't want her kicking my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be able to argue and have a fair fight. Fair <laughs> argument. I don't want someone drop kicking me. I mean, I, I respect that about you is that you like the fight. I'm not saying I do. I uh, think you do. You wouldn't have had me on for this lock. Uh, I like to argue, yeah. I've been accused yeah. of that. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I like to banter about, but not fight. I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Is that yeah. a drop the mic moment or what? No. I'm, I'm, I'm not a lover. I'm a fighter. You're a fighter, right? <laughs> I... Yeah, you guys have a tough time changing all subjects for this show. You guys, your generation has a tough time falling in love. You guys don't trust each other. You have a mixed bag of emotions about each other. I thought you were this way. I thought you were that way. You're very different on social media. You're very different on TikTok. You're very different on Instagram. You're not the same person you are when you're standing in front of me. All that stuff has to affect your ability to fall in love. It's um, it's a lot of things going on. One, it's people wanting to ha- consider more options going around. And secondly, like, for some reason, I want to say among, like, younger millennials such as me and Zoomers... There is more of an anticipation of, like, the emotional baggage that comes with looking after other people or doing something. You mean like, babysitting your girlfriend, you're saying? Not just, like, babysitting girlfriend, but, like, considering who we have to trust. And we're about out of time. No, you got one more minute. Okay. You're on to something. Um, but there, there's a lot of that, like, and I feel more or less what was happening in... Um, the baby boom is that, like, you guys had a, a good economy until the 1970s hit. And did you guys get birth control around the 60s? 60s birth control came at the same time as the anti-war movement. They all came yeah, together. Yeah, so you, you guys... And no-fault divorce, You guys had a lot of reasons to Not be, we. We didn't get nothing. You had a lot of reasons to be running Who's around. Who's we? We didn't pass a damn boomers. thing. Boomers. You guys had... Oh, the boomers, the boomers. Yeah, oh, and also, this was before AIDS... This Absolutely. Was, this was before AIDS. So Some you got, people, Papa, you think that the, the, the pill and the condom and the contraceptives and the free love actually brought AIDS to us. Who knows? So it, it's like you guys had a lot of reasons to be running around and frolicking without a care. Before 1960 or after 1960? Um, I would say before 1970. 
1970, I that's believe, when the economy, I believe the left, that's when the economy took a hit. I believe that's when the oil embargo happened. If I'm mistaken, I believe the left was butt naked the entire 60s. Okay, so take care, my friends. The young and old show will be back on Monday. But naked here uh, in the studio, Blink Radio. If the feds will let us. If the feds will let us. Blink Radio 94.5 FM. Stay free, my friends. See you. Enjoy your rock and roll. No commercials only on 94.5. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide. WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.